There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Now, as I mentioned there, it is World Children's Day. And it's a big day for a young man from Drogheda because earlier on he met Taoiseach Michal Martin and he's on the line to tell me more. Rory Holohan, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, thank you for having me on. Not at all, we're delighted to catch you on this very special day. Rory, tell me this first, how were you selected as a young change maker by UNICEF? Well, I actually uh, did work experience with UNICEF just thinking, oh, this is great, I'll learn about human rights and activism. And can I just say, it was amazing. A special hello to Aideen and Viv from UNICEF, by the way, they are tuning in. Uh, It was lovely. And about... Only a week or two ago, they gave me a call and they said, Rory, would you like to speak to the Taoiseach? And I went, wow, are you serious? Like, it was just amazing. I wasn't expecting it. And I was just so honoured. And I was so excited. I'm I'm still ecstatic at it. (laughs) I can hear it. You're still on cloud nine. (laughs) Indeed. Well, tell our listeners today what you wanted to talk to Michal Martin about? Well, today I actually spoke about societal issues with the members of the LGBTQ plus community. And as a gay teenager myself, I know that although we have come so far um, with amending the Constitution and equal rights, there is still homophobia and there is still transphobia. So it's very important that we still talk about it. I know, like myself, I have experienced homophobia and it is really important for children to speak up about such an issue because it's one thing if an adult is, uh, is experiencing homo- uh, homophobia, which is absolutely awful. But when it leads on to children who are still developing, it's, you know, it's not good. It really isn't good at all. Yeah, you're so right in in uh, highlighting this. What was he like? I'm going to come back to in, in a moment to your experiences. But what was the Taoiseach like, you know, to, to talk to on a one-to-one? I, I take it he was very receptive of, of, of what you were saying to him. He was so... He actually really impressed me. Like, I was expecting quite a lot from him, but he set the bar really high. He was just so lovely, very articulate, and he used his experience from teaching to tell me, like, oh, what his opinion is. And he was so interested and intrigued and really just invested in everything I had to say. And it just made me feel, it, he made me feel so powerful. And it was amazing to have such an amazing opportunity. 
That's wonderful to hear that you've come away from uh, your engagement with the Taoiseach to feel like that and that you, you know, felt that you really had his ear and he was taken on board and, and he understood. Come back to your experiences of homophobia. How, give us an example or two of how that manifests itself. What, what, what happens? Well, um, about last year, this time last year, I was fine uh, getting on great. I thought I was so accepted in school and so supported and I thought everyone was on my side about my identity. It's not a personality thing, it's my identity which shouldn't really come into play yet somebody decided to write the word gay and carve it into my into the door of my locker in school which was just, it really made me feel so worthless as though I'm this object that is of lesser importance And I suppose as well, it hasn't been uncommon for me to walk down the street and see people who I actually don't really know that well now, I'd only know of. And I just hear these slurs, like, kind of taunted at me. You know, Mm. the S slur has been named, which is just so awful. Uh, I've been called a queer, gay, a fairy. It's just so demeaning, you know. It really is unacceptable. Totally, totally unacceptable. And what about the social media aspect of life? Because you guys at your age, well, that's your nearly your world at this stage. I, 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 I think you're losing out a lot of you because of it. But you know what I'm saying? What about that social media end of things? Have you experienced anything there? Um, well, I suppose on social media, everything, you know, I try to keep a bubble. Mm. As though it's hard, you know, it is really hard in different like scenarios, but it is very important to keep to your little group as you can get carried away on social media. You can think it's this wonderful place, but a lot of the time it's a trap. You know, yeah. if you get what I mean. I understand. So what you're doing is really you're cocooning with your friends. Yeah, and like I may, I would be fine. Um, I'm actually thankful I have a bit of a following on Instagram, just like local area. Yeah. But still, people may see my face on, say, Instagram. And I have experienced a few people being quite rude to me and disrespectful on social media, but I just try to shut it off and I accept, you know, sadly, this is the life we live. There will always be haters out there and you just have to do that. And just like in school, the school handled it so well they dealt with it amazingly I'm in such an amazing open school Mm. and the fact that they dealt with so well it just made me feel a little better but obviously the fact that someone still said that and like wrote it on my locker yeah But it's good to hear that it's good to hear that you have that support and openness there Um, you it's come a long way for people in the LGBTQ plus community but obviously there's still quite a way to go you feel yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I know they say don't read the comments, but as my um, story with RTE was shown today, there are a few people on Twitter, um, people who have, like they were getting into Twitter wars, like tweet wars, or I don't know what the term is, but in the comments saying, this isn't the 1950s, why are we wasting so much money on broadcasting this? But at the same time, the amount of people who have opened up to me in the past week and who have told me this is what I've experienced, this is what my family have experienced, 
homophobia is still a huge issue. And we have a long way to go before we don't have to come out. That's what I hope for the future. You know, Mm. in the future, I really hope that there is a point where nobody has to come out. Nobody has to. There is no pride because every day is pride where people can be themselves. Like, you know, nobody has to be someone they're not or tone it down a little because there's a stigma or they're trying to stick with the norm, you know. Yes. Oh, I hear what you're saying and your message is quite, it's crystal clear actually and, and it has really resonated with, with so many. Can I ask you, you're a young fella, you're 15 years of age. When, when did you know you were gay? At what age? Well, I suppose I always knew maybe entering secondary school only when I was about 12 or 13, I was realising I'm a bit different, you know. Like, something, like, I don't, it's as though girls just weren't pretty to me, you know. Like, of course they are, like, you know, it, they just, I wasn't attracted, you know. And it's something you realise at a young age, and then it develops more and more. And I kind of thought, oh, this doesn't matter, I'll look back at it when I'm older. Yeah, that's not how it worked <laughs> when I was about um, about like 13. Then I really knew. Uh, I was at a disco and I was really thinking in my head, of God, I don't want anyone thinking I'm gay. I don't want anyone thinking I'm gay. So I, I was at a disco and I, I tried to talk to a girl and I just wasn't feeling any connection. I knew, uh, I, I kissed her and I just knew it wasn't right in my mind. So eventually I... I knew by about March of first year and I didn't come out to my parents until about June or July that year. But I, I did come out at a very young age, I know. A lot of people are well into their 50s, 60s, even 70s and haven't come out and I uh, probably don't plan on it. It's a very personal thing, I find, you know. Mm. And was that tough, uh you know, coming at you say you and you said it a moment ago. You, you don't want that to be the case anymore. Was that tough? You had to do this and go through that process to go to your parents. How were they? What what, what was that like? Oh, my parents were just so accepting. I am so grateful to be able to be in such a lovely family. And I know that's not the case for a lot of people, but I really am so grateful for the amount of love and support that my parents have. You know, they see past it. It's not. They're supportive of the LGBTQ plus community, but it's not as though they're supporting me because I am gay. They're supporting me because I'm their son. And that's the main message, you know, regardless of anybody's race, uh, background, um, religious belief, um, gender, you should all, you should love all and respect all equally. You are uh, an articulate well-rounded young man, I have to say, uh, with uh, the the conversation that's flowed between us there this uh, last little while. Well done to you, I say. Well done to you. And again, the Taoiseach, like, uh, giving you, as you said, his undivided attention at this time when, you know yourself, it's a massive task he's trying to undertake. It would be normally, but in the context of COVID as well. So just to finish today, you feel he took on board what you said and you feel it'll be in his thoughts going forward on this issue. Yeah, no, 100%. And I just, I guess I'm so grateful that we have such a lovely government that is taking on board children's ideas. Throughout the week, um, there have been ministers uh, speaking to uh, children yes. around the country. Um, it's not just uh, on Taoiseach Michal Martin speaking. 
Minister for Education, Norma Foley, and Minister for Children. I know they spoke to a number of children throughout the week. And it was just amazing to see that they want to hear from us. And that just shows how progressive we are. And I hope in the future we will be able to be a more equal society and it will be the world I imagine it can be. Well, with guys like yourself and girls like yourself as well, I am encouraged today. Really encouraged, I have to say. Well done to you, Rory. And we do appreciate, because you are, of course, one of our own here from the North East, you taking time to have a chapter us on Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. I wish you well and take care of yourself. And I hope that beyond this, with uh, what you've done today and the views you've expressed, that changes will happen and happen soon and that people will accept everybody for who and what they are. Rory, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining me on the show. That's Rory Hullohan there who met on Taoiseach Michal Martin this morning to raise uh, the subject of homophobia. Isn't he a great fella? He, he really, really is. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.